0: This is The True Investment.
1: Hi, I'm Jay McLaughlin. I'm Aldo Benavides. And we're going to be talking about those things that they never taught us in school. We're here to tell you
0: that there's no shortcuts in real estate investment. What we're going to talk about is just my experience, something that I've been going through for the last 11 years.
1: Hey, Aldo, you know, Millennial is the name given to the generation born between 1981 and 1996, dates now clarified by the Pew Research Center, although some have seen them as starting in 1980 and being born as late as 2004. Also known as Generation Y, the millennial generation follows Generation X, and in terms of numbers has edged out the baby boomers as the biggest generation in American history. Now, I am excited to have join with us, and I think I'm going to give you the honors because you know this man more than I do. <laughs> Why don't you introduce more. our first guest on The True guess. Investment? Yeah, we yeah. promise. We promise.
0: <laughs> I think you remember when we were talking about uh, their baby boomers, millennials, what do they think about it? What is the differences and so on? Uh, so we have our first millennial. First millennial to answer a lot of questions that we have. <laughs> now, for, fortunately enough, uh, we have Daniel Benavides. He's my brother. And, uh, funny enough, it's not the only millennial we could have, but <laughs> I think it's this pretty unique situation, obviously, because of my relationship with him. And, and now that you met him, I think it has a, a very interesting point of view i think it's is it's pretty cool that we have him here
1: with us today so yeah i'm excited about it and uh, it wasn't easy to get him on but danny since yeah. we have you here mm-hmm. you know in preparation <laughs> for this this program uh-huh you know reading up about millennials and where some say that millennials are entitled they um are not working like others different than other generations um, is that a myth?
2: I think it has a lot to do with culture in general. And I think uh, everyone looks at the younger generations as being wild, right? Like not right now, if I see Generation Z, the, Z, the next one uh, following me, I see things and I freak out, right? Like, uh, like what? What are you talking about? Like they're more impatient, uh, childish, or uh, spoiled. And maybe that's what Generation X think about Generation um, Generation Y, right. and then Y think about Z. So I think it's just a normal process in in generation wise. And I don't know. I don't know. That's just my feeling. <laughs> that- what, what What do you
0: think, Jay? The, you know, they the, supposed to be the, the the reason why the Y versus or equals to Millennial is because they jumped in millennials. right? Right. But truly, the definition is supposed to be like analog versus digital, right? And I fight with Annie all the time. Like, am <laughs> I a millennial, right? Because I'm, I mean, I'm on that
1: category. You've given yourself your own category. What do you call no, yourself? It's, it's,
0: it's not mine. I mean, I'm not the only one in the group. But there's like four to five years, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. seventy-eight to 82, yeah, right. 83, yeah right. which they call decennial. But funny, I mean, I was. It's supposed to be like this a small. Uh, time where I mean I remember my dad when he came in with the first to the his office about with the first fax machine, right? And and the the beeper like a pager that was a big deal. Um, I remember when I was in high school, and and just my senior year in high school they required for us to have a laptop. Like that was the first time, and we were carrying this IBM like a ThinkPad that weighed <laughs> I don't know like twenty five pounds. And, uh, the, the cell phone. I mean, I remember my mom literally saying like, here's your 10 bucks for your month. Like, if you finish, you run out of minutes, you run out of minutes, right? That's all you could use it. Here's an emergency phone, right? So, uh, it's supposed to be analog to digital, right? I mean, there's some TikToks and, mm-hmm. and with the, the mom asked the kid like, what, what, what's a Rolodex? <laughs> what is a rotary disc? Like, what is of what, course, if, what is this, right? But I think the biggest change, forgetting about like this transition, is between like uh, a baby boomer and a millennial. Like a baby boomer was more set up on, uh, I want to have a job forever. Right. I want to be in right. one company. Loyalty pays off. I want my retirement plan. I want my health insurance. In I the want same my biggest fence house. Yeah. I want my kids to yeah. bring their kids to right. my house. Right? I mean, I think a lot of people in their mid-50s, 60s, they still might think about it. Of course. Maybe then about my age, maybe that is not the case. Maybe some people say, I'm going to change homes. It's depends on how good the schools are. And they, they get less attached. But now I see the generation of yeah. like Danny. And just to give yeah. a point of reference, Daniel is 10 years younger than me, right? Yeah, I'm 30. Um, so I see him where they're like, that's fine. Just like, I mean, some of the... The, the people in real estate, they're saying that ownership for houses is dead. like most coming generations want to rent period. They want to have that mobility. They right. want to have that right. ability to experience the, the technology has allowed to do all this remote. They don't have to think about commute. And I I think that is the, the biggest jump. So I, I the, the, the question, do you see
1: it Jay? Like, do you, do you see like millennials that way? The, I, I do. And, you know, uh, Danny's significant other is here and had a chance to, to speak with her. And she mentioned the heights. So in the heights, unlike the suburbs, you know, you're, you, you can walk to where you'd like to go in most places, not all places. And, you know, maybe the yard is not as big. You may not have a quarter of an acre. But. From listening, she said that it's a lifestyle. You know, it's, it's the way you want to live. And you said something and I'd like you to comment on that because before we get into the investment part, you said, hey, this may sound selfish, but I want to live the way I want to live. I don't have kids. So I want to be able to walk out my home. If I'm, I want to go to a restaurant, if I want to go to a movie, if I want to go to a play, I want it to be right there around me.
2: Right, I think, I think um, for us, the way that we are uh, thinking about where we're going to live It depends on the lifestyle that we wanna have. So for instance, let me give you an example. Uh, We love food, we're foodies. So we love to experience uh, new restaurants. And we sometimes we go on Google and we look for the top 10 uh, hot chicken sandwiches. So then we go and explore uh, one of them that is close by. So whenever we think about where we wanna live we are thinking about the experiences that we can have around that area. Right now, we live close to Galleria because that's where, even though we're renting, and we're going to get to that later eventually, I guess, in this conversation, but we're renting in that area because we just want to have a 10-minute drive to Uptown and be able to experience everything in there and then eventually go to, if you drive a little bit more, I can go to Westheimer and eventually that. and, And for us, Uh, Space is not that important and we want to have that flexibility of uh, if I get tired of that area, if I don't like the the grocery store or the traffic or uh, the neighbors right there, I can just or the amenities, I can just leave. I think Generation X, it's more like, oh, this is what we have. We are going to make it work. For us, it's like if I don't like it, I just change it. Now we Um, we we had a conversation about that
0: the other day, I think the three of us, and the way I see it is, sometimes I feel like what they're missing is they're gonna have to do that in the other side anyways. Like what what we did was, oh, you're foodie, but you want to have an extra bedroom and all this. Well, I'll I'll drive twenty five minutes every weekend instead of. Being in traffic for 30 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. So in, in, I think some of the younger generations, they, like Danny said, like, well, we don't like this. We'll stay here. We'll move. We do that. When you do that, I mean, you're going to find that in conformity somewhere else. There are other stuff that is going to bother you. And maybe, and maybe that's right. I mean, you, you live in, uh, Cyprus, right? Spring or in the spring. What happened with all the people that were in 290? I mean, they were in construction on that highway for like, 10 years, right? <laughs> or even Katie when they were building I 10, people were just like, well, I mean, we'll suck it up. <laughs> I mean, they were in traffic for years and years to come. And as soon as they finished that highway, boom, the the price of their properties went up skyrocket because right. out of the sudden, everyone was like, okay, now Katie is part of Houston mm-hmm. or Sugarland on 59 or Spring on 45. I mean, all these developments of the these suburbs, right? And I challenge Danny all the time because I'm like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean that you cannot have those things that you have over there. It just means that it seems like the ones that are faster to see is the one that drive the decision today. Right. But the other ones are in the other eye. I mean, it, Yeah, but it's the, but
2: But to that point, I will add the fact that for us as millennials or the way that we think, it's about I'm going to try it out. And if I don't like it, I change it. What I'm saying is you, it might be that I rather... I, At some point I moved three times and I drove three different traffics and I decide, well, this, this one is the one that I would like to be around. (laughs) Like I'm, 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 I'm about to, I like trying things and be able to explore things and see, I know that it's gonna, I'm giving up on things to gain some others and there are going to be sacrifices in the other place, but may, but I'm going to have a solid idea once I leave it
1: once I experience it. What, what, what I'd like to know, mm-hmm. and, and again, as I was preparing for this episode, who, how do you get what you believe? Like yeah. both you and your wife mentioned, okay, this is the lifestyle we want. Who shapes that for you? Where, <laughs> where do you get that from?
2: TikTok. Uh,
1: no, no, I'm sorry. Instagram. Instagram. No, no, no. No. Facebook. Actually, th-
2: this is a very tough no, no, no. question. What's up? <laughs> All of them. Yeah,
1: because I mean, you 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 obviously know what you want. You both yeah. know what you want and and you you want to live it out, but yeah. I I'm just curious to know who determine Where did you get that from? What did you read something? Did you hear someone? Yeah, that's a
2: tough question. To be honest, uh, <laughs> I don't want to sound like a conspiracy <laughs> theory. No, no, no. No, but <laughs> I, I definitely think that culture shapes us like okay. for us uh culture shapes us and and the the let me let me explain one let me put the, the scenario for you in my case and then i'll I, I'll land the idea with what you're asking me for me the idea of uh coming into us it was uh because I saw my brother so the first line of of shaping the way I think mm. about what I th- want. I think it was just because of my family. It was just what I saw as success or what I, what I saw as a good life. Right. So at the beginning I saw Aldo being su- successful in, in U S and, and being able to have a different lifestyle than in Mexico. Right. And like doing all these investments and all that. And I was like, well, I think that's what I want. So the first line, I think it comes from uh, family. <laughs> okay. I mean, I... I so those
1: it, you it, surround yourself with.
2: Yeah, of course. I mean, even the the college that we went to, the four of us went to the same college in in Mexico because, and it was not an easy college. It was not a cheap college. It was a super expensive college, the, but... The siblings, right? When she said four is... Uh, oh, all my school. brothers okay. and uh, my sister. So I, I think that that was the first time that I thought that I wanted something. So then I moved here. I I made it. uh, I graduated as an engineer. I'm an industrial engineer. Um, I got an interview over here. I moved to to Houston. Uh, I started working in the oil and gas industry. And suddenly I started to, is this what I like or not? (laughs) Is this what I want or not? So I think maybe that's the part that millennials are different from um gen x i think we're we don't get used to things we're always trying and and trying new things to find what we think is the best thing to do but eventually then you have all this social media and obviously all this culture that it's invading your mental space Mm -hmm. and Is, is this any difference that you think
0: older generations would think of
1: you know, it, it, again, in the research, you look at baby boomers, and yeah, they pretty much followed what what their parents did up until a point. And it, it's that time where they get that age where they're going to college. Because now they're surrounding themselves with individuals that they didn't know before. Individuals who think differently than their parents, and so they're exposed to, to more ideas. And... When I hear millennials, and I've heard this before, I think in in one of our previous episodes, a young lady who, she specifically spoke to CEOs and executives on how to keep um, young individuals um, in their company, especially in states outside of the Sun Belt. You know, if you're in Milwaukee or something where it's cold. And she said that, she was giving me an illustration of the difference between her generation and her parents' generation. She said, my parents' generation will look for a job. They'll find a job that's 1,600 miles away. So they'll move their family because they need that job. She said, my generation, she said, what we do is we look for where we wanna live. You know if that's in the city i want to walk i want to be able to walk to the restaurants i want to be able to walk to the movies um then i find out where i want to live and then i move there and then i look for a job right but but here's something i'd like to ask you because again in the research it's stating that millennials a good number of millennials are bogged down with debt most of it being college debt and so a lot of their focus is on how am I going to make it today? I just want to be able to make it today, and so is, is, is that a concern of yours?
2: Huh, I do have a debt, a student debt, um, but I've been able to slowly pay it out. Um, but my, my if you're saying if I'm concerned about getting debt like a house or what what type of debt you you're you're asking me about?
1: Yeah, just well. And I think it may be different for you, uh, but that individual who has that debt, so they're trying to save money for a home, they're trying to save money to live in an area where they can experience that lifestyle. It may be a little challenging for them.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm, no, I'm not afraid of debt. Okay. I'm afraid of making a commitment to mm-hmm. something that I don't know if i'm if I'm not fully. Happy with the with that at the end. Yeah, but and, and
0: I, I guess and that is the thing that I wanted to say. Yeah, because what, what, because it, I think the, the 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 difference like like right. this is who is completely happy. Never. No, I know what he make. was going to
2: say. That of course, I mean, of, of course. course. I
0: mean, when do you live in apartments and houses? Are you completely happy? And I can tell you, nobody is. Right. 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 But most of them believe. No, no I'm generalizing, of course. <laughs> but a lot of people that I've met, younger. And that idealized like, like it, it, I idealized that idea say like, yeah I want to move to this apartment because I can do this and then uh, traffic is gonna go this way I it, got you the whole situation uh, nah, is gonna it. make it's gonna make me happy got you and, and that's what I, we go back and forth all the time and I said Danny I mean if you're really a foodie you'll drive to go on good food I mean you, you're still gonna do this if, if you are want to go to the GM if you want to experience whatever I mean it, you just you, you're gonna have to work for that every day. It, it doesn't feel like it's gonna. One decision is it cannot make you feel happy. Yeah, it's
2: not gonna be a. I mean, it might full help a little bit, right? right. I mean, I, right.
0: I, I like in my case it was traffic. I hate traffic. I've always kind of moved around, even when I lived in Michigan. I mean, I had like four accidents in the snow. You know, people sliding all over. Three hours in traffic because a snowstorm everywhere, and it was always my drive was if I drive less, I'll be happier, right? I mean that was my my deal, but is it? I mean, it, at the end, it's almost impossible to figure out that one decision is going to make you all right. Happy.
2: But the following statement that I was going to say in the <laughs> mid <minute that> before <laughs> so he interrupted. interrupted me
1: okay, okay. Uh,
2: is that I'm willing to to give it a try first. I want to have a more uh, informed decision to do a big commitment. I got you. So I you. I, I would like to. Instead of just buying a house in the Heights, I'm I rather maybe rent there for a couple of years, and that's something that before maybe Generation X is like, no, I'm just gonna make it work there, and and for me it's like I know I know that I know that it's not perfect, but I'm willing to give it a try first, and then to make a more informed decision. That's that's the way that I don't I don't I'm not afraid of that. I'm 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 afraid of doing it without enough information, enough. I know that I'm going to sacrifice things, but I'm, I would like to first try it out and
1: then make a decision. I'm glad you said that because when we were together the other day, you mentioned about when, when, this, when the world system or someone gives you something, especially in, in religion, like, okay, well, this is so. And you said, well, we as millennials don't want you to just give us something and, it's, and we have to believe it tell me why that's so. And I right. really appreciated that because right. I better understand. Just don't give right. me something and say, okay, well, you need to believe this. No, tell me why I should believe it and what evidence do you have to back it? Right, up. and then let me experience it myself.
2: Maybe and then I, I will come up with my own conclusions. So for although it was not driving five hours, maybe for me it's not having to drive to have dinner. <laughs> I don't know. So I, 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 a little bit of
0: my, my criticism on that is is just not to get caught up on paralysis by analysis, mm. right? Yeah. yeah. Because then I know a lot of people that that at the end they're like, "Well, I keep getting informed, and I keep keeping this, and I'll, I'll try to get more educated, and then I'm gonna do this." And, I, and then it was like, "Okay, what do you do?" Yeah, like, no, right? No. And and at right. the end, there's some right. leap of faith that you have to take and right.
1: motivation to get it done, right? Right.
0: Well,
1: listen, we're going to end this episode we're going to be talking about real estate millennials in real estate and how you feel about investing in real estate awesome Uh, danny we want to thank you for this first part thank you for inviting me excellent (laughs) (laughs) thank you my name is jay mclaughlin for aldo benavides this is the true investment All all right